Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to NS9 post-game show, the hodgepodge of nothingness. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me by myself, uh, Jim's watching a Louisville game. Tyler, I think, is watching a high school football game, whatever. But I was fortunate enough to watch the Pirates' victory today. The Pirates do defeat the uh, St. Louis Cardinals 8-2. to And man, was this an interesting game. Because it had everything. It had good pitching. It had terrible defense. It had hitting. It had O'Neill Cruz. Home runs, triples everywhere. I mean, it was, like I said, it was an interesting game. Uh, and again, like the Pirates came out victorious. So I guess you could say it all started with Ronzi Contreras making this start today. He looked good. He looked good as he always does. Ronzi goes uh, 5.1 innings, gives up just one earned run on four hits, two walks, the thing about him is he didn't have like a lot of swing and miss stuff. He only had one strikeout today. Um, it was it was one of those like like the Mitch Keller star, right? We talked about him having the ten strikeouts and how he just looked filthy. And then like the second game, he pitched well. Uh, he didn't have his stuff with him, but got weak contact, got the big outs, and I feel like that was Romsey today. But ironically enough, too, like he had to really work because as I mentioned earlier, there was some really really bad defense and i feel like it was led by jason delay for most of it which again like this is a guy i've talked about i've praised jason delay for about as much as you could praise jason delay right like he's not a good player but what he does well is he he does things really good defensively like he doesn't hurt the team is what i say he, he makes some hits here and there which seem to stand out which again he did go one for four today uh had a hit which extended it get Oh no, Cruz up there. But um, anyways, as mentioned, he had some past balls go by. He didn't get a pop up. Um, he didn't get to a baseball out of the first ball. Like like he was just making bad defensive plays all around, especially at the very beginning of the game. Uh, I think two base runners was yeah two stolen bases on him, which I mean it is what it is. Um, but again, like that's the one calling car for Jason delay is how well he is defensively. And I mean, the bat's not good, but it's, it's whatever today. I mean, he, he hurt the team. Like this is the first time I could probably really say that he hurt the baseball club and he did. And again, like with Rowanzi, those first two innings, he could have got out quite earlier than what he did. He still had to continue, right? That those innings stretched out to be longer than what they needed to be. But he escaped them. Um, so, like, shout out to Ronzi for all the errors around him. You know, all, all the frustration that I'm sure builds up with. But he kept it together. He pitched effectively. Um, in those 5.1 innings, he did have 96 pitches. So, and again, like, that's not on him. It's not as if like, he labored because it was really his fault. There was a lot of stuff around him that made him have the high pitch count. But to say about the high pitch count, right, um, I mean, hey, this is a guy that you're watching innings. Uh, he doesn't have a whole lot 
under his belt, right? Previously, I know there's been injuries, you know, to relate to that as well. Um, so that's like the big concern this year is like his his usage, right? And that's what we talked about. Like we could understand O'Neill Cruz, it seemed as if him not getting the call from day one was clearly like manipulation reasons. Ronzi, I could understand. And you know, and if so, he's probably have a break in the early year, which he happened happened to have and such. So you can understand the the quality of or I'm sorry, the monitoring of innings and such with him. I, I do just want to say one thing. This isn't me any like dropping concern. This isn't anything other than something I took notice of. So I'm just putting it out there because again, with the innings that he's pitching currently, the velocity was down just a hair today. Um, it's like the second start in a row. It's been down um, again, not much. It's, it was down one and a half miles per hour for his league um, average. I think it's at 94.5 today, which has been hovering around 96 last Started was down a whole, you know, one mile per hour. So again, there's a drop last start, another drop this this start. It's not that he's looked bad in either start, but just something I'm monitoring right now. I want to see like what happens the next start. Is it down two miles an hour? You know, is he maybe starting to feel the effects of the usage? We'll find out. But again, just something I'm taking notice on. No alerts, but something I'm watching and eyeing. Uh, but again, Rowanzi comes out today, pitches very effectively. And maybe does more than enough to keep the Pirates into the game. Uh, they had to lead the whole entire time, basically. Um, so to to switch over from him, I, I again, I just got to get like the the talk is the offense today, and this is something that we've been talking about: the offense just being completely anemic for the most part. I mean, even though the pitching was bad, and we talked about the doubleheader, the pitching, how terrible it is. It's not like there's still great pitching on this team, but. The offense has really struggled. Like, at least there's been JT Brubaker giving quality innings. At least Mitch Keller's coming around. You know, there is Rowanzi. So, like, three-fifths of the rotation isn't terrible. But it seems like this offense is almost terrible game in and game out. Today was a different story. And, again, this is the, the Cardinals' first-place team. This is a quality team. Michael is coming in. It's not like he's a terrible pitcher by any means. And the Pirates explode. Pirates had 15 hits, 35 at bats. The Pirates are batting 429. Like I tweeted out, a little premature, but the Pirates are batting 429 since Charles became king. So as I mentioned, like the, the curse is lifted. It's done. That's this is what needed to happen. And I apologize and I'm sorry, but the, the Pirates, since Charles became king, they're one and no, they're undefeated. They're batting 429 as a team. So there's that. There's that nugget. There's the analysis there. But anyways, no, again, like the, the Pirates, they bats came alive, and they sure came alive towards the end of the game as well, got to this bullpen. But multi-hit, multi-hit games by Cal Mitchell. Cal Mitchell had a three-for-five game. Um, one hit the top of the wall. I think he thought it was a home run. It certainly wasn't. Uh, when I look at the replay, now I see why I called out Lars Newt, Newt Bar for having a good defense. But he played the ball well. But I guess I thought he got it in a lot quicker than anticipated because it was just a good defensive play. I think Cal Mitchell thought it was a home run and wanted to admire it a little more than needed. And that's why he didn't round to get the second enough. Should have been a double for Cal Mitchell. So again, as mentioned, he did have three singles. Could have been two singles at a double for him. But by any means, three big hits. You know, big day for him. He's really, really struggled this year with the bat. Um, and again, like this... Brings his average up to 224, 609 OPS. Still nothing to scream about.
but it was a big day for him. Other multi-hit games, Brian Reynolds continues to be a good baseball player. Hot take. He goes two for five today. I'll get that question later, Dave. Um, and then, hey, Cabrian Hayes, another – he has a multi-hit game today. He goes two for four. Back-to-back games, Hayes looked pretty good. Again, it's just two games. I'm not saying he's going to change and everything now. Like, he's certainly struggled. He's really struggled as of late. As Jim and I talked, he's, he's – I mean – with doing what he's doing, he's basically a three-word player. Like, that's what we're talking about. He has had a bad bat this year. But his glove has been so elite that with this bad bat, he's a three-word player. If his bat can just be league average, by all means, again, like, he's got a 657 OPS. That's, that's not good at all, especially, like, for your corner, like, your third baseman. You probably want more offensive production. If he can get league average, I mean, this guy's a four-plus war player like waiting to happen, and that's not expecting much, and you know the talent's there for him to do it. So it was a good outing by him. Um, again, two hits. You would like to maybe see him finish the season out, being productive in that sense. Um, but, yes, let's get to it. The talk again, O'Neill Cruz. O'Neill Cruz is just dominating right now. So once again, as I said, like we're just going to keep monitoring this. We've talked about we want to see Cruz in the, the top of the lineup. He's been batting leading off. So it's now 11 games in a row. And I feel we'll talk about this every day, every game, like what his slash line is at the leadoff. But another three-hit night for him. So in the last 11 games, batting leadoff, 48 plate appearances. He's batting 347. He's got an on-base of 375. And he's slugging 739. Now, coming in, he had, I think, a 189 way to run credit plus. I mean, this is clearly going to send him over 200. He is, like, he's not just figuring it out. This is this is way past, uh, by all means, this could just be a stretch, right? But what I'm getting at is this isn't just, like, this stretch isn't just figuring out. He is obliterating the baseball. In those 16 hits, he's got, uh, I want to make sure I get it right. Yeah, so he got three doubles. Three triples, three home runs to go along with that. He's crushing the baseball. So today, let's pull up the exit velocity, guys. Who tops exit velocity on the day? It's O'Neill Cruz, his 117.7 mile an hour hit. Cabrian Hayes is number two with his single at 111.9. And then it's Cruz again, his three hits, top four in exit velocity of the, of the game. 117.7, as mentioned, 109, and 108.5. Why does exit velocity matter? You see it. You see it. Good things happen. He needs to make contact to have an exit velocity outcome, right? Because you're just seeing, like, there's there's no light contact by O'Neill Cruz. It, it, like, when Ben Gale, so... I'll mention, so Ben Gamble did have a home run today. He led things off. He, he gave the Pirates the one nothing lead to begin it. Hit it over in center field. It went 418 feet. It's 105 miles an hour. And like, good on Ben Gamble. Kudos. That was a good hit. Big moment. He got himself a home run. 105 is like, if, if Ono cruises up, you're, you're kind of disappointed. It's like, oh, it's just 105 miles an hour. <laughs> like That's where we're getting at. And like That's the difference. That's what we're talking about. O'Neill Cruz hitting that single and getting past the first baseman today. 
which went for a hit because the gold glove Goldschmidt just couldn't handle it. It was just hit way too hard, and he couldn't handle the baseball. That's what got him hit. If that was like any normal player who probably hits it 90 miles an hour, 95 miles an hour, Goldschmidt probably gets it, and now it's an out. You know, we talked about the difference between the home runs the other day when um, I think it was Yellow. I forget who it was, Yellow maybe, or whoever hit the center field, and it was a fly out, right? That's the difference between a fly out and a home run. That's why exit velocity matters. It, it, it matters. You hit the ball hard, just like if you throw the ball, if you throw the baseball hard, it's probably harder for people to hit the baseball, right? If you hit the baseball really hard, it's probably harder for guys to catch the baseball. So his three hits today, all exit velocities over 108 miles an hour, which is ridiculous. And again, that just seems like the norm. If it's not 110 or more, oh, well, it's nothing to really get excited about for O'Neill Cruz. And that's like where he's at right now. So yes, O'Neill Cruz just keeping this scorching streak going on. And it, it's just something that just, just keep watching. Just all the people that are excited about O'Neill Cruz, it's literally why you're excited. This is it. You know the talent he has. It's screaming talent. You see the talent. When people say he could be the most talented baseball player in baseball, this is why. Now you're starting to see in this stretch how he actually can be a good baseball player. And this is why it's possible he could be a great baseball player. No, it is just a small stretch. It is 11 games. It's just 48 plate appearances. He's got to do this much longer than this to feel this is something that you can sustain. I mean, he's not going to sustain these numbers, but just being a very good baseball player who's figured it out. But we've been clamoring for him to get up there, have some actual lineup protection, and he's got that in Brian Reynolds now. As a switch hitter, it doesn't matter if he's a lefty or righty. There's someone behind him that you can fear now. And pitchers got to pitch him a little bit differently. And again, today, this is another quality pitcher. It's not like, I mean, Jason, you know, Jason, Jacob DeGrom before. Like, it's not as if he's just had this stretch of 11 games where he's faced some pathetic teams that don't have good pitching. He's doing this with good pitchers. And again, it's small sample. So let's ride this out. Let's see how it plays out for the end of the year. But it would be very good, and it's very hopeful that like this is that corner that we're seeing. We kept relating back to, you know, hey, what's Julio Rodriguez doing? Hey, his 150-plate appearances were this much. It wasn't that good. But like you see him starting to turn the corner, and now Julio Rodriguez is a stud, just a stud. Even like Bobby Wood Jr. coming along, like being very, very productive and good. These are two-plus war players, three-plus war players. This could be that turning corner for O'Neill Cruz. And if so, again, this is why everyone was excited. You had every reason to be excited. So that's that. I mean, I, I don't know. I want to talk about O'Neill Cruz for two more hours. We could just make this an O'Neill Cruz podcast, and I'd be happy with that. And to be honest, probably wouldn't be a terrible thing because usually there's not much more to talk about. But again, this night there is. Um, so as mentioned, we talked about Gamble hitting the home run. Um, so big hit by him. That was his lone home run, but he did have a walk today. Swinski, um, he did get hit at the end of the game. Another strikeout again. Um, he's still not looking the best. Just been a few games all in all since his, you know, recall still want to see him finish out the season. Um, but yeah, just like all in all, the offense was there. 
But again, let's go back to this defense. The defense was terrible. And actually on both sides, it wasn't good defense at all. Um, also very, very bad base running. I'm sure you we've all saw we're talking about the the Brian Reynolds, Rodolfo Castro mishap, the two blonde on the bases. Where Reynolds rounds third, starts taking home, realizes he's not gonna make there, runs back, gets hit in the back with a baseball. Turned around, starts running back home. Starts to get in like this semi rundown, but really wasn't a rundown at all because he was caught. But here's the thing I want to say. So Castro rounds second, starts taking off a third, finds out he's not going to make it to third. It was a terrible choice to go to third. Starts running back to second. And after Reynolds gets out in his little rundown between third and home, they tag out. And it was actually Lars Newbarg as well coming from right field. He's the one that tags out Rodolfo Castro at second. But and you know what? Maybe I could. I'm going to bring up this video here. So give me a second here as I do so. But if you look, and this isn't trying to give Rodolfo Casho an excuse or an out in this matter, because he has, and we've talked about this time and time again, he has made a lot of blunders just everywhere, whether it's on the base pass, just defensively, you know, whatever it may be. So it, again, this isn't trying to give him an out. But if you do look, I'm going to pull the video now. It does appear as he's called to third. This wasn't necessarily like it was something he did on his own. This more or less was he was listening to the coach. So, okay. So I have it up now. So I'm going to play this. I think I'm going to play it. It's not playing this great content, guys. <laughs> Why won't this play? <laughs> oh, Lord. There we go. All right. So here's Brian Reynolds. He's at third. He gets hit in the back. Now he takes off for home. And yeah, I mean, he's out. But. Let's take this back. You start seeing right here. Look who's sending Castro. Look, look who's sending Castro. So again, Castro's made plenty of errors, plenty of mistakes. But I'm not quite sure if I can put this one on Castro because it looks like he's being sent. He's being told to go to third. And he listens. He does what he's told. He goes to third. And as we see, what a terrible send. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? And how many times have we seen this this year? Guys being sent that like had no reason to being sent. I mean, I think we all remember the Newman one early in the season where he was like 30 feet away and the ball was already at home. 40 feet away, maybe. So, again, thank you, Alex Stump the video <laughs> but again like i'm not really sure if i can really put this on castro so i'm not so i guess for the people listening to this or watching this right now i kind of want you to take this away i was going off on castro and doing this what are you doing again but in seeing that i'm like uh sounds like he was just listening he was just doing what he's told so regardless though it was a bad play and that's something the Pirates do quite a bit. 
So that's unfortunate. But yeah, so again, there was there was a lot of blunders both sides. I mean, even like Arenado. I mean, we talked about Goldschmidt not handling. Arenado had a play he should have had. Um, that was one of Kyle Mitchell's hits today. And uh, I think there was something else the Cardinals did. But anyways, regardless, both oh, there was a pass ball by the Cardinals as well, their catcher. But um, yeah, just it was like a poor play defensively game on both sides. Uh, but again, it, the good thing though is the Pirates came out victorious. That's something that I mean, typically, if you would, if I were to tell you just simply that here's the things that Jason Delay did, you know, Rodolfo Castro got called out trying to take third in this situation. Like if I told you all the blunders the Pirates made, you would have thought it was eight two Cardinals. Somehow or another, the Pirates get the win, and this this isn't what happens to the Pittsburgh Pirates. They're never on this side of of it when there's these issues. So. Like, kudos to the Pirates, and again, kudos to Ronzi Contreras to keep it together with all the blunders that did happen early in the game, that all the extra pitches he had to go through in each inning to do so. Um, and then, I guess, to get back to the bullpen a little bit, Manny Banuelos does come in today, pitches very effectively once again. When uh, Ronzi got only to record the one out in the sixth, Manny's the one that came in, finished it out. Um, there were some base runners on, so nothing extra charged to Ronzi because of Manny. Manny goes one um, point two innings in the seventh. He has a little bit of damage on the bases. Chase DeYoung comes in. There was a fly. It was a fly ball. Alfaro's couldn't get to it. Reynolds dived. Cal Mitchell, I felt like didn't back him up the best in that situation. But regardless, Cal Mitchell's. I mean, it's going to be hit anyways. That was the one hit. I mean, Chase DeYoung was pitching, um, so it's charge of Manny Benuelos. Anyways, it wasn't like Chase Young pitched terrible. Um, he finished out the next inning. So he had two hits, two strikeouts. Chase Young still looked good today. Chase Young lowers his ERA to a 1.82. So again, like Chase Young is doing 2022 Chase Young things. Shuts down the Cardinals. And then Robert Stevenson comes down to shut out the uh, the rest of the game. So he pitches in the ninth. No bat, no base runners. He has a strikeout. You know, again, like we we've we've seen Stevenson so far. It's 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 been a mix in this short period of time. But again, this is a guy who has some intrigue just because of what he's had in the past, right? His time with the the Reds, not so much this year with the Rockies, but his time with the Reds, and we all know that slider and how effective it was and such. So there's some intrigue. And at that point in time, I mean the game was out of hand anyways, but he shuts down the Cardinals for the ninth inning, game over. So Kudos to the Pirates on this one. They they do win it. They they 51 wins now on the season. They're they're climbing the standings, baby. Uh yeah, still fifth place. But anyways, so yeah, Pirates victory. 8 to 2. It was a fun game. It was an interesting game, not a particularly well-played game. But so tomorrow the Pirates do face the uh Cardinals once again. So it's a 7:35 start. JT Brubaker takes the mound. He's got a 4.35 ERA on the season right now. Going against Jack Flaherty, who has a 4.15, but just middle of innings, he's coming back. So uh, it's going to be interesting. See what happens. J2 Baker, again, if, with every start, it's a uh, career long for innings pitching this season. Um, and again, that was the big thing last year. Like, how is he going to hold up? So he's still pitching and looking pretty effective. Hopefully, next, you know, this next start tomorrow, he'll have a defense behind him again. So, 
or not again. I'm saying hopefully he will have a defense because he just doesn't. Like he has the worst luck. I feel like today's game was a typical JT Brubaker start. I feel <laughs> all those defensive errors that were made uh, is a, a Brubaker start. So there it is. We'll talk to you again tomorrow after the game. Um, so once again, if you're still watching, appreciate you guys. Go ahead, like, subscribe, leave us any comments. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye bye. Oh, 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 oh,